So, okay, tell me about the connection between Snickers and music. Yeah, so I read this thing a few years ago about how Snickers are so popular and, like, addictive because they have this perfect texture that's a perfect blend of salt, sugar, and fat that taps into some deep pleasure center in our brains. (laughs) Okay, I think I know what you're getting at. So you're saying that songs whose ingredients are also perfectly coordinated might do a similar thing. Exactly. And I also think it's important to understand that this happens in some specific cultural context. Like, hypothetically, maybe Snickers are too sweet for French palates, but here in the U.S., the peanuts work so perfectly because they remind us of summer and baseball and George Washington Carver or whatever. And actually, we saw this play out this year with the Broadway musical Hamilton, which became a pretty major pop culture sensation. So I guess since we're curious about music that gets really popular, we got to talk about a song from Hamilton. All right, let's do it. Hey, I'm Brian Barone. And I'm John Lagomarsino. You're listening to Tuner. The show about songs you really like. And why you like them. Today's song is My Shot from the hit Broadway show, Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. It's time to take a shot. So, by now, whether you usually pay attention to musical theater or not, you've probably heard quite a bit about Hamilton. And maybe you've even heard Hamilton itself on its really incredible cast album, which has become a pop culture sensation in its own right. Rolling Stone gave it four and a half stars. So turning to my shot specifically, the thing that this song does so well is the same thing that old-fashioned pop singles used to have to do. It demands your interest in the character who's singing it. In this case, Alexander Hamilton, played by the show's composer, lyricist, and star, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And by its end, it works up to such a fever pitch of energy that you desperately want to catch your breath and then jump back in for more. And, of course, in this case, there is more since the song comes from a larger story. My Shot happens right near the beginning of the whole show or album, and it performs a specific function that's really universal in musicals. It's what's called an I Want song. One claim I want to make is that My Shot is so effective as a pop song precisely because it's such a good I Want song. It's a good reminder that modern pop tunes grew up, in part, out of Golden Age show tunes. This stuff is in the DNA of pop. The basic idea is that an I Want song comes pretty early in the show and introduces a main character by telling you what they want out of life or the situation they're in. It's a way of setting up the conflict that drives the plot, which should put something in the way of the character's wants. A successful I Want song, at least for the protagonists, wins you over to the character's side and starts you rooting for them. Some of the most famous I Want songs have become standard entries in the popular imagination. Like, say, Corner of the Sky from Pippin. Thunderclouds have their lightning, nightingales have their song. And don't you see, I want my life to be something more than long. Wouldn't it be loverly from My Fair Lady?
or somewhere that's green from Little Shop of Horrors. In a tractor's that we share Somewhere that's green And here are some non-theatrical songs that use the same principle. We're not even going to look past the Beatles here, and we can even stick to songs that literally have I want in the title. Building a song around the singer's want is a remarkably effective songwriting strategy. What we learn from My Shot is that what Alexander Hamilton wants is to seize every chance he gets. He wants to make it big. And it shows us that he's determined, smart, ambitious, bold, willful even. We get all this not only from the content of the lyrics, but also from their form, their verbal gamesmanship. Check out the bravado and brilliance suggested by these lines. What are the odds that God will put us all in one spot? Puppet a squad and conventional wisdom like it or not. A bunch of revolutionary manumission abolitionists. Give me a position, show me where the ammunition is. The way they overflow with expert wordplay paints a picture of Hamilton as a preposterously smart and confident guy. In his own annotations on Genius.com, Miranda says that he wanted my shot to be, quote, super fun and the type of music we grew up to, which are party raps. I wrote Hamilton with very polysyllabic rhymes like Big Pun or Rakim, which show that he was literally in a different dimension from everyone else. We can also see here the brilliant fusion of different artistic threads that's both Hamilton's genius and its calling card. At the same time that My Shot is an I Want song, it's also an entry in the hip-hop genre of boasting and bragging tunes. So it's no surprise that we find Miranda developing the character of Hamilton through the virtuosity of his vocal performance, too. What he totally crushes in this song are the subtleties of rhythmic inflection that make up part of the complex hip-hop ideal of flow, and which is often called phrasing in other contexts. If you think about whatever it is that Nicki Minaj, Frank Sinatra, and Janis Joplin all have in common as great vocalists, you're thinking about whatever it is that makes for good flow or phrasing. In my shot, not only does Miranda work up to a pretty intense velocity in later verses, but throughout the whole song, his phrasing works to project an air of swagger. He's not afraid to sit way back on the beat, and he injects his 16th notes with some serious swing. We can even take the similarity of the words swing and swagger as a clue to what's going on here, actually. Check out Jay-Z in this classic rap boast. Notice that just like Miranda, he's swinging his 16ths and sitting back on the beat to create this feeling of confidence and achievement. So if Miranda sounds like Jay-Z here, that kind of makes sense. Just like Jay-Z climbed to the top of the rap game, Hamilton wanted to lead in early American politics. The way Miranda wrote and performed his part in My Shot makes this so clear, and it makes it a fresh kind of I Want song for the 21st century. But for My Shot to really work as a Snickers-level success, Miranda and his co-arranger and orchestrator, Alex Lacamoire, had to make sure that all the musical elements of the song work towards this same end. Structurally, My Shot is built around a four-measure unit that repeats through basically the entire song. The fundamental thing about this four-bar phrase is its bass line. Brian will play one version of it now. (laughs) 
And this is often paralleled by a dreamy piano part. There's a variation that comes in towards the end of the song, but even that might be heard as what we'd call a reharmonized version of this one repeating phrase. This kind of form has a really, really long tradition in music, often tied to the theater, actually. In formal music theory, you'll hear this approach called ground bass, or basso ostinato, Italian for obstinate bass. Excellent accent. Thank you. In more recent times, related approaches use riffs, which we talked about in our last episode. There are two types of classic pieces that famously use repeating patterns like this, the Passacaglia and the Chaconne. John's going to play the pattern from probably the most famous operatic Passacaglia of all time, Henry Purcell's When I Am Laid in Earth from the late 1600s. And here's a more recent Passacaglia bass line from a piece by the 20th century composer Benjamin Britten. Now, there's a really striking and important difference between these two lines and the one from My Shot. Here's My Shot again. Notice that it trends up in pitch, while the other two slink down in pitch. And this isn't caused by a difference between, quote, classical music and Broadway or hip-hop. It's actually an essential part of how Miranda and Lacamoire make my shot convey Hamilton's determination and drive. Uh, the upward bass line is actually expressing some important meaning here. See, bass lines aren't supposed to climb up. They'd much rather step downward, like in our two classical examples. Right. Hamilton, like most of the music we listen to, uses a system of musical organization that we call tonality. And tonality likes to create a kind of virtual gravity. A home note, or tonic, acts as a ground that all the other notes and chords want to fall back down to. And as we all know from living in gravity all the time, pushing up against that pull takes some extra effort and intention. There are two ways that Miranda and Lacamoire infuse the line with enough energy to make its climb, which, remember, is helping to paint this picture of who Hamilton is and what his ambitions are. The first way has to do with harmony, and the second with rhythm. Okay, so to explain the harmony part, think of every time you've ever sung Happy Birthday with piano accompaniment. It started like this, right? The job of this chord is to tell you, pretty obviously, what the next note has to be. It has a certain quality of pointing the way ahead. We call this kind of pointing chord a dominant, and the chord it points to, a tonic. Dominant, tonic. Dominant, tonic. Pretty cool that we won't get sued for that example now. Yeah. So... Every key has a tonic and dominant pair, and the tonal system we were just talking about is largely about circulating from one to the other and back again. But in any given key, you can also borrow dominant chords from other keys to more intently point the way towards any particular chord. These are called secondary or applied dominants. To hear what they feel like, here's a progression that doesn't have any secondary dominants in it. And here it is again, where every other chord is a secondary dominant pointing to the next chord. It's a secondary dominant. Secondary dominant. Regular dominant. 
tonic. Hear how the second version moves forward with a little more intensity? The exact same principle gives the My Shot ostinato the power to make its climb and to reflect Hamilton's ambition. John will play My Shot here erasing the secondary dominance. And I'll do it without the original rhythm so that we can focus just on how the harmony feels. It works just fine, but it doesn't have the drive to match the kind of guy Alexander Hamilton was. So here's the progression with the secondary dominance put back in. And like we said before, there's also a rhythmic dimension to the way this striving baseline works. My shot uses syncopations that bring the secondary dominance in just a hair earlier than you expect them, which ups the ante even more. Check it out. I'll do the same thing we just did with the harmony, playing the bass line the first time in the less ambitious way, and the second time with those Hamiltonian syncopations. Versus... way stronger characterization the second way, right? And when you put the rhythm of the bass line together with the secondary dominant-fueled harmony and Lacamoire's epic orchestration, well... So, there's one last puzzle to solve. If the song is built on a four-bar phrase that repeats over and over, how does it ever grow or progress as a whole piece. The way my shot handles this is the way Pasacalias and Chacones have done it for a few hundred years, actually. It works by layering material on top of each repetition to turn the piece into a giant crescendo, with a few points of relaxation along the way to keep it breathing. The classic example is J.S. Bach's D minor Chacon for solo violin, which starts like this... and eventually works up to this. The miracle of this piece is that somehow Bach brings this feeling of massive growth and development out of just the four strings of a violin. Luckily for Lacamoire and Miranda, they have a whole Broadway orchestra and chorus at their disposal, which means they can make an even bigger effect. Next time you listen to my shot straight through, Try to catch all the motives and themes that are introduced in both the orchestra and the vocals. Listen for the way that, as the song goes on, the motives go from alternating to being juxtaposed against each other, until by the end they're almost all happening at the same time for the big finish. On a dramatic level, this broadens out Alexander's I Want song to include the whole revolutionary generation. Hamilton and his nascent country share the same ambitions of greatness, 
And on stage, the fact that Miranda is accompanied by mostly other actors of color makes a potent statement about inclusiveness and belonging even today. And maybe the way this grand, powerful song grows out of a simple bass line is yet another representation of Alexander's ambition. And the way the bass line can meld with so many other motives reflects the possibilities for American diversity. So, in my shot, character and context and form and content all come together in service of the classic I Want song purpose. In the same way, Hamilton as a whole brings together not just hip-hop and Broadway, but a bunch of other musical tributaries, too. The magic of this music is in its knack for fusion and coordination. It's a musical and dramatic melting pot, and in more than just a superficial way. That's how they make Snickers, right? Thanks so much for listening. Tuner is Brian Barone and me, John Lagomarsino. This week's song, My Shot, was performed by Lin-Manuel Miranda and the cast and orchestra of Hamilton. It was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda and orchestrated by Alex Lacamoire. Hamilton's cast album was produced by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Alex Lacamoire, Bill Sherman, Questlove, and Tariq Trotter. It was mixed by Tim Latham and mastered by Tom Coyne. And if you like our show, you can visit us at our website, tuner.show, and follow us on Twitter at Tuner Show. And make sure to subscribe and tell your friends to also. Just search for Tuner on iTunes or really any other podcast app. And if you really, really like the show, we'd really appreciate it if you left a rating or a review on iTunes. It really does go a long way to helping more people find the show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Another episode.